A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Pedaling pork for patties. That's been my job now for years. But let me tell you, patties is in the go big or go home business. So we not only have the restaurant that serves 50 to 60,000 people in just the month of December, we also have eight boutiques, a bar and grill, hotel, bed and breakfast, liquor store, miniature golf, and now moonshine. And my name is Ann, and let me tell you, there are some stories to tell. I will have special guests to help me tell you all about the ins and outs and ups and downs of peddling pork. Be sure and join us. You never know what we're going to be talking about. Hey everybody, this is Anne with Patties. We're peddling pork with patties on our podcast. That's a lot of peas there, isn't it? I've got a couple friends in here today with me. We've been talking a little bit already, but I'm going to go ahead and, and introduce. We've got, let's go to our left first, because they'll know Mr. Bill Minahan. I Not hope. that they won't know you. Yeah, of course. They'll but know him way more than me. <laughs> I'm trying to make you look <laughs> like a star in the beginning. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Bill Minahan from Badgett Playhouse Theater. Glad to be back. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. And it's been, we haven't seen each other because this is busy time, isn't it? It is. It is. And I get to be, I'm on my second podcast now. You are? I know. Yes. I don't normally get invited back to things, so usually, well, you know, there you I, don't, go. I don't know why that is. But. I think you called me, though, didn't you? Right, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> That you did, and then to my right, I've got a superstar, uh, well, <laughs> super duper. But let me tell you, I hadn't told this story yet, and then I'm going to introduce you. Are okay? Okay. I was 20, had a fake ID. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mom. <laughs> but because I I hang out with older people, uh-huh. namely my sister, who was three years older than me. <laughs> we always went down to Paducah. There was two bars down in Paducah, mm-hmm. um, Embers. And the Downs. Uh-huh. Remember them? Both. Next door to each other. Right next yep. door. Was Embers the really dark black one? Real it, dark inside it, of it? It was like a cavern. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm in yeah. there. We went to all your shows. Wow. Okay. And you always, it would be real dark. Everybody, the lights would be on, then the lights would go off, and it'd get real dark. And then all of a sudden, you'd hear <laughs> the birds chirping, or, yeah, yeah. and then good morning. Yeah would be their opening. Oh, wow, yeah. And I mean, him wow. and your wife, and I mean, I would just be like this. <laughs> that that was uh, that, that was I that mean, was a song that, that we wrote. Good yes, morning. love we, we good used morning. To write a bunch I have of songs. it in cassette. Do you really? I, I do too. I do too. It. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh yeah, my husband. I mean, we we were all fans, and we would go because you would switch. Where you would go, Downs, Embers, 
I don't know, like Twinkling Star. Twinkling Star. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we just turn, we're turning it up, turn mic, turn mic, you know. Right. Executive in. So, executive in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been on the Terry Mike fan club <laughs> way before what we're going to talk about with Elvis today. Well, yeah, that had happened, but, you know, and I was 20, so we mm-hmm. won't tell our ages, but we're both a little bit older. <laughs> but it, it's nice to have you back, and I never would have imagined I'd be doing a podcast with you. Well, this is, this is an honor. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yes, well, I'm tickled, too. So Terry Mike Jeffrey from Paducah, mm-hmm. and everybody knows him from singing, Badgett Playhouse. Um, he does the dueling pianos. Mm-hmm. What else is there? King and I. The king, the, the, the kid king, and the king, the kid and the king, which is the story of me, musical story of me meeting Elvis and, and what how this he affected podcast, my life. And yeah. that's what we have. You know, we were going to talk about with this podcast. And want to say up front, if anybody hasn't watched the new Elvis movie yet or hasn't went and seen it, some things may be given away. So <laughs> listen after you've watched it. We've told you ahead of time, right? Um, yes. But so tell us first. I would love to know the meeting. I mean, you met him. You've met him in person. Mm-hmm. Where? When? How August, old were you? August of '69. I was 15 years old. He wow. was making his big comeback after all the movies, and he uh, was appearing at the International Hotel in Las Vegas. And I, I went uh, and had a chaperone with me because my mom and dad couldn't go. They couldn't get off from their jobs. And uh, this guy was actually my manager. Okay. And I already had a manager by that time. I had a band, and we you were had, already at fifteen at, at, at twelve at actually. 12. Wow, <laughs> but, that's crazy. But uh, and I still he don't had, have one. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that band called? The original band. The the very first band. Oh gosh, was the the first four piece band I had was called the Velvet Underground. Nice. We were trying to be, you know, yeah, yeah. really super cool. <laughs> this yeah. was like in 67. Wow. And then when we found out there was already a band named Velvet Underground. Oh, yeah, oh, That, that yeah. was starting to have some success. We were like, how did they, how did that happen? So I had a trio called The Triangle. Uh, the drummer and I across the street, Steve over yeah. at Badgett, he and I started out as a duo, just Terry and Steve, that was oh, it, wow. for a lack of a better name. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then uh, by 69, I had a group called The Executives, and that's, that's the band I had at that time. Yeah. Well, anyway, this guy was my manager, and, and he, he knew his way around the country pretty good and, and knew a lot of people. And uh, uh, he took me to New York and to, to, to Las Vegas when Elvis right. would appear there. Now, were you playing, or was he just so you could see he, Elvis? To when you went, to well, I went strictly, strictly to, to, see Elvis. to meet this man. Just I knew he was going to be there, and I wanted to go. And he was willing to take me because he had been uh, around like Chicago and New York and places doing business, and and so I knew he he knew his way around places like that, and I didn't. Right. And uh, so he he wanted to go too. He was excited about it too. So he took me out there. We saw Elvis's show. It was a dinner show. When it was over, and we had the worst seats in the place. <laughs> By the way, which that'll that'll come back around here okay. in a minute, but uh, we were sitting in the very back. We didn't know you could tip a maitre d and get a better seat. Oh, okay. And yeah. He should have known that, but yeah, I didn't. You know didn't that. know that. Yeah. So we watched the show, and I'm sitting there just eyeballs shining, watching Elvis and listening to him taking all, all of that in. The show was over, and I I started walking toward the stage instead of the exit. And my friend was like, "Where are you going?" I said, I, "I'm going to try." to just see if I can see Elvis or meet him or speak to him or whatever. And he well, you can't do that. And I said, well, I'm, I'm going to try. You know, I was really, really hard-headed yeah, yeah. about it. And uh, so a guy ran me off from the front of the stage. And so then, uh, as I said, it was a, di- a, a dinner show. And I, I saw these double doors over to the side where the, the food was coming in and out with the waiters and whatnot. 
And so I said, let's go through the kitchen. And my friend tried to stop me. And he said, you can't go in there either. And I said, if, if, we, if we look like we don't know what we're doing, we'll get stopped. If we look like we know where we're going. Nobody and stopped you. Nobody, and nobody did. Oh. We, just, we just marched straight ahead. And my focus was getting behind the stage. Yeah. We didn't turn around and look or gaze. or yeah, yeah. Uh, We just acted like we knew what we it's were doing. It's a great life lesson right there. <laughs> <laughs> just act like you own the just place. Act just act like, yeah, there. you've been yeah. here a hundred times. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we finally did get to what I thought was kind of behind the stage. And uh, I saw a door, uh, and I saw a, a Elvis's lead guitar player, James Burton, come out that door. Oh. So I thought, okay. He's probably in there somewhere. He's, he's coming from <laughs> yeah. where we're looking for. Yeah. So uh, I went down the stairs. My friend stayed upstairs. He didn't want to get in trouble. As soon as I started down the stairs, security, hotel security guy turned turned me around and said, yeah. you got to go. Five minutes later or so, I, I went down again, and he, he did it again. He said, oh. you can't keep coming down here. So a few minutes later, I tried it a third time, and as I got halfway down the stairs, the door at the bottom of the stairs opened and out walks Elvis and one of his friends. And I spoke real quick and he, he said, Hey, and I said, I would just really love to shake your hand. I was really nervous. And Low, I bet. he said, I'll, I'll, I'm coming upstairs in just a minute. And I turned around and left and I thought that was a put off. Yeah. Know? Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to see him anymore. Right. But he did come up the stairs and he came out the door with his friend, Sonny West. And, um, and he looked at me and he said, okay. Yeah, yeah, now what you want? And I, it yeah, kinda, now you're starstruck. And, and I, did, I, did, I just said, I just want to shake your hand. And, he, and I shook his hand and talked to him about the show, told him what, uh, what a great influence he was on me. At first I was saying stupid stuff like, uh, yeah, yeah. wow, what is that cologne you've got on? You know, that kind of and, <laughs> and, and, and I mentioned a scene in a movie where uh, that I, I asked him, how, how did they make that look that way you yeah, know, yeah, on yeah, you? Yeah. And he started explaining it. He said, wow, nobody's ever asked me that. And uh, then I thought, man, I, I need to be saying more intelligent stuff. Here. <laughs> so I was just nervous, you know. Yeah. I so guess. I explained that I was a singer and I had a band and yeah. and all this. And I asked him, I said, what what advice would you have for somebody? I'm 15. Yeah. You know, I've still got three more years of high school left. Yeah. And how so, old was he? He was 34. He was 34. 34. Yeah, this was in '69. And uh, I said, what advice would you have? And he said, J immediately, without even thinking, he went, just be yourself. And that really stuck with me. You right. know, I thought, wow, just that's what he did. Yeah. He was just, he, he was thought of as kind of weird and strange at first right. when he first came out, but he was just being himself, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, so I'm kind of weird and strange, so that works out pretty good. <laughs> I feel we are too, Ben. Exactly. I am. But, uh, a bunch of weirdos right here. Exactly. So, so we talked for a while. I asked if I could have pictures made with him, and he signed a couple of things so for you me. Have all, yeah. yeah, I've got all of that. We had like five pictures made together. Uh, well, three together, and then a couple where he was kind of, st I'm standing in the picture, but he's talking to some other people. Right. And didn't and the camera mess up like the first four times? Yes. Uh, it was oh. one of those Kodak. Oh, with the, the, with the with little, little thing switches every time you. The flash <laughs> cube. Oh, and it went and turned. The first three pictures that we took, the flash didn't go off. Oh, my gosh. So we put another flash cube in, and they did. Oh, yeah. But I do have those that didn't go off. They're they're dark, but you can you tell can it's see. him. Yeah. That's the crazy. And, um those are kind of priceless to me because those were the very first ones made with right. him. And so do you have memorabilia from him? I mean, oh do you have gosh. stuff? In, you have a room in I'm, your house? I'm a collector. A, I'm a collector of things. I can imagine. Uh, mostly records. Right. Uh, uh, rare things like his son records. Those, mm -hmm. are, those are real pricey. Uh, yeah. The first records that he made. 
You I had a, a blue one uh, it, when he made that Moody one. Blue. Moody blue, Moody blue, and it was oh, yeah. That's I had, cool. yeah. yeah, yeah. You've got a scarf, right? Yes. The last show I ever saw him do mm-hmm. was was back in Las Vegas at the same room, and uh, I was on the front row. I knew how to tip the maker. <laughs> you figured it out now. And what age are you here? Uh, this was in '76 in December, so I was 22, and. Um, uh, I was on the front row, and my we had just had our son, yeah. and uh, or what? No, my wife was pregnant, getting ready to have our son, and I and my drummer went, a different drummer, uh. went with me to Las Vegas, and we got on the front row, and when we were leaving town that day, my wife said, "Get me a scarf," and she just kind of grinned, and I said, "Okay, I'll try." Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he always ended his shows with "Can't Help Falling in Love," and I knew the routine. He yeah. would end, he would end the show, lay his microphone down on the floor kind of wave at the audience and he would take that final scarf off and, and just so, throw it so you're ready so i'm it. standing up on my chair and i couldn't get his attention so i got up on the table oh literally God. on the table and it's right up against the stage and with everything i had i said elvis can i have that scarf for my wife and he just took it off with both hands and instead of throwing it like he would normally you uh-huh. know flip uh-huh. it out to the audience he took it with both hands and leaned down and handed it right to me oh my gosh and i don't know for sure but i think the reason he did it that way was to make sure i got it yeah. because if, yeah. if you throw it the yeah, person no, next to you to could get it, it. yeah he now he didn't right know that you were that same 15 year old he didn't probably know that i was the same 15 year old but i had met him three more very very, very quick time. times That's after just... 69 i met him wow. twice in 72 and once just before he died in 77 and uh, all three times very quick. The same kind of person, yeah. though. I mean, all yeah. three times. Yeah, yeah. No just pictures, no autographs. Yeah. Just, just very quick, you know. Oh, well, that's cool, But, though. yes, very nice every time. Well, and like, we, you know, we said, that when you have that person that you think you, you know, almost idolize, and you think, this person is the coolest, and this is who I would want to be, and, mm-hmm. and then they turn out to be that way. That's yeah, he was so great. Just great. You almost awesome. hate to meet them sometimes with the thought that, well, now it'll be ruined forever, yeah, you know. But, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But... But it worked out. So yep. that's great. Yep. And then, but that's the story doesn't end there because you still are attached because you still Priscilla now. You are friends with Priscilla. Yeah, my wife and I both. In fact, I'm not so sure she doesn't talk to her more than me. I know they communicate more back and forth. Right, uh, right. Uh, like uh, emails and stuff. Yeah, emails and things yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she is Text. in still. In, where does she live? In still in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And you met her through Elvis, or how? what were you? I met her the night I met him the first mm-hmm. time in 69. Uh, at, we, we ended up going to the second show, which was the midnight show, as yeah. they called it. Yeah. And uh, actually, there's a story there, a quick one. Uh, when I got through talking to Elvis, he said, enjoy the, the second show. And I said, well, we don't have tickets. Yeah. To this. We couldn't get tickets yeah. to the second show. So this short guy that had been on stage with him, a rhythm guitar player, his name was Charlie Hodge. Uh, he stopped him and he said, Charlie, can, can you get them set up with a couple of tickets? So they took us to the Mater D's oh, office. Oh, well, that's awesome. And it was sold out, but they brought yeah. out a little table with a little bitty round top on it. Yeah. Just enough to put a drink or two yeah. on it. Yeah, and you sat and there. And they put a couple of uh, chairs there, and it was on the front row of the balcony, which was way better than oh. the seats we had for the first show. <laughs> that's awesome. And, uh, and it didn't, <laughs> it yeah, it didn't, didn't cost, cost you anything. <laughs> and uh, uh, so after that second show, we went right back to that stairway went right back through the kitchen and i thought i'm gonna try this again <laughs> wow and and he, we did see him but they were they were walking him out they yeah. were walking him to the service yeah. elevator to take him up yeah and uh and i just said hey thank you again yeah. great show and he shook my hand again and he said man he said yeah thank y'all for being here that kind of thing yeah. and then, yeah. then they went on well 
maybe three or four minutes later, we're leaving, and as we're walking toward the other end of the kitchen, here comes Priscilla and Elvis's wow. dad and uh, one of his stepbrothers, one of Elvis's stepbrothers in there. Come and and I. I just stopped her and I said, "Hi, just I just met Elvis," and she said, "She she said something like, oh, I, I did too,' <laughs> and and she was really nice and and I shook her hand and I, I said, "Thank you." I yeah. said, "This was great." Yeah. Right, well, I, I don't, I, that's a little blurry for me how that ended, but yeah. they went on. It was yeah. quick, but was she was busy. nice. Yeah. yeah. And I've met her several more times after that. That's so awesome. So now there's this new Elvis movie coming mm-hmm. out, and you know. I mean, the lifestyle, the, what you saw in what the movie is. I mean, what's your take? What's your review on the movie? I'm very, very particular about movies about Elvis. There's only one that before this movie mm-hmm. that I really felt pretty good about. And it, and it, it was in 79, Kurt Russell. Oh, um, oh really? Yeah. yeah. I, I liked that movie a lot. I thought that awesome. they did a good job of that movie. And Charlie Hodge, by the way, was actually in that movie really? portraying himself. Portraying himself. That was just two years after Elvis died. So wow. he was yeah. still young enough to, to play that part. Wow. I thought Kurt Russell did a really good job of Elvis. Huh. Uh, and the name of that movie was Elvis. Yeah. And yeah. the name of this movie is Elvis. Imagine that. Imagine well, that. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else? It'd be kind of hard to, what would you name it? Yeah, yeah. What you know what I mean? What, it? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but there are tons of movies that have come out since then that just I just didn't I you wasn't didn't that crazy it. about. Yeah. Uh, this one, however, I thought was done really, really well. Oh, good. Uh, when you've got somebody on the level of of Tom Hanks, yeah, that exactly. right there kind of tells you it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be on that extra high level of good. Right. And because uh, I've never seen Tom Hanks in anything Nothing. that wasn't. Mm-mm. And uh, but the, my question in my head was this new guy, Austin Butler. I'd never even heard of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that he was an actor and not an Elvis impersonator. So in in my opinion, that was probably a feather in his cap because he had studied acting. acting. Yeah. And uh, as if he were going to portray somebody else, you know, He's going to portray Elvis, you know, if he was going to portray, you know, John Kennedy or Ronald Reagan or something, you know, you study for those those parts and he did his homework and uh, he, I thought he was really, really good. I was very impressed with him. So did you see it the first night it was out? Uh, The third day, my wife and I. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It came out on Friday, I think, uh, the 
14th, maybe. Mm -hmm. We went mm -hmm. on two days later on so Sunday. So you, you yeah. were there for it then? Yeah, yeah. I bet that was exciting. And I thought it was really good. Well, Some chronological issues, but yeah. not a big deal. But not a little things that most people wouldn't know. Now, did Priscilla, she signed off on that? Oh, movie? yeah. So yeah. it was. She endorsed it. Well, that yeah. was good. Then you knew it was pretty well truthful mm -hmm. on that. When just to interject on with Priscilla, they always tell her happy birthday via email every year, and, oh, yeah. she, and she wasn't getting back to them. And then this I, year, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't, I mean, I just usually she gets back to us pretty, pretty quick, a day yeah. or two. Yeah, yeah. And so the reason she didn't get back to you was because, and I'll let they, you tell. Well, they, her and Jerry Schilling, one of Elvis's closest friends, and hers. Yeah. Uh, and plus, he's he's involved in the movie as well. Yeah. Um, uh, they were at the Cannes Film Festival, and oh. the, and they spent another. 10 days or so over there just yeah, being so that was, her, that was that her that was her flimsy excuse <laughs> and, and it, it got uh, she was she was just raving she was talking to my wife about how the movie got a 12 minute standing ovation at the Cannes oh, wow. movie festival and I thought wow that's that's pretty impressive that is amazing and uh, uh, she she loved it the people that saw it that night loved it uh, then they had the premiere in Memphis and we got an invite to it but, and Tom Hanks ended and up being Tom, there. And he was there. He was there. I, I didn't know that he was going to be there. Yeah. But I kind of assumed he would where be would there. It, where would it premiere at? Yeah, like across the street from Graceland at the, uh, they call it the soundstage. Oh, the Graceland okay. the soundstage. Stage. Yeah, yeah. And we've done concerts there with the Memphis Symphony. And, and it's a really big, nice place. Oh, that's awesome. Holds about 1,800 people and, uh, and a great big stage. And so that's where they had a big screen up there. And they had the and invited the, guests there. And you didn't get to go. Didn't get no, to go, but it had to work. <laughs> <laughs> but it was okay. You are a, he's a, a dedicated person there, Ben. And you, I mean, I knew, Lisa, ben, I, I, I knew Priscilla I and Lisa Marie would be there. I knew those two would be there. And I figured Austin Butler would yeah. be there. I didn't really know if Tom Hanks, I mean, as big a deal as he is, I didn't know whether he would but be there or not. But this is a pretty big, I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. That's, this is a big deal. You yeah. know, what's, this is the first show in how many real years yeah. since? Yeah, yeah. It, it's the first movie they've yeah. done on him in, in, a, in long a long time. time. And Tom Hanks was there. And everybody that I talked to that was there said that he was very approachable, very nice, very courteous, and respectful to everybody there. Wow. Well, that's awesome. And you were telling me the other day that the only things that you could see were maybe just chronological things that they had to kind of shove together to make just, the movie make sense. But, but it did make the movie make sense. Right, it was right. okay. Uh, just one little picky example was they had him on the Ed Sullivan show while he was living at Graceland. He'd already bought Graceland. The truth is he he bought a first house that was nowhere near as big. With his first success, oh, okay. Heartbreak Hotel and Hound Dog and some of those, he bought a uh, kind of a standard house, which for him and his family was really something because they came from poverty. Nothing. you know. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, uh, so then when huge success came along, then he bought Graceland, but that was after he did the Ed Sullivan Ed shows. Sullivan. And my wife is sitting next to me, and I was like, D are you getting this? They're saying he's living at Graceland, and he's doing the Ed Sullivan show. That's not right. And she yeah. went, I know, that's not right. Now, isn't that funny? <laughs> but yeah. you would really, that's somebody that really has studied and, and been really a, truly a fan. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, knew. It, it, there were touches of those types yeah. of things throughout, but, but not a big deal. Well, I not went to deal. Graceland just probably about five years ago, first mm -hmm. time I'd ever been mm -hmm. there. You know, we live this close and, mm -hmm. and it was, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. It's and just they hard keep to it imagine. Just, they keep it just like when he was there. It's unreal. Yeah. It's so I've cool. never been upstairs. Oh, you haven't? That's a mountain to climb. <laughs> <laughs> not too many people I mean, have made that. I mean, Paul McCartney went there a few years ago. 
And they took Priscilla him on Priscilla can't get you in? Private tour. She's never offered, and I've never asked. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I've well, never, Priscilla, I've if you're asked. listening to the <laughs> podcast. We're sure you are. I know. You probably can't wait. Uh, this guy needs to. Well, needs one to. thing I want to interject, yeah. too, about the, the Charlie Hodge. Now, Charlie Hodge was Elvis's army buddy. Okay. And Charlie and Terry became very, very good friends, like right up until the end. So when Elvis did pass... One of the first people Charlie Hodge called was Terry well, Mike. Yeah, I was going to ask, yeah. where and were I, you? Is that I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and invited him and said, "You have to come. You have to be here." He was. Oh, he was. Wow. Uh, he, he was not married. Didn't have anybody. He lived at Graceland. He had his own little kind of apartment set mm-hmm. up there. And um, the last two years Elvis was alive, he he would get on stage. Well, Charlie, actually, from seventy two all the way to seventy seven, Charlie would come and see our band play whenever we were in Memphis, and we were there a lot. Yeah. And he would get up on stage with us and tell jokes and play the guitar and play the piano. He, he came from gospel music originally. Right, right. And they met in the Army. And they were just, Elvis and Charlie were like this. And oh, wow. anytime you see Elvis videos of him on stage, Charlie's the shorter guy with the little guitar. And he's the one that puts the scarves around him oh, yeah. and gives him water and stuff. That's Charlie. Uh, so they were, they, they were really close. We got really close with Charlie. He would invite us up to the house the last year year and a half that elvis was alive but we never said hey can we meet elvis yeah yeah we just and that's probably why he enjoyed it because you weren't we we tried not to invade that but one time you did one time one time when we can't imagine him going through a kitchen door or something yeah we one time we were going in the back door with Uh, charlie uh, there's always a back door with this guy (laughs) and here comes elvis in a leather jacket and he's got his he's got his uh motorcycle helmet in his hand and he's, he, was, he rode his motorcycle out a lot in the middle of the night. That's oh, wow. one of the things he did. And he walked through, and, uh, and we didn't stop him. I didn't, I know the band wanted me to, but <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't do it. I just, because I could tell he was kind of hurrying. Yeah. And uh, Charlie didn't offer, so I just spoke. I said, hey, Elvis, and he, he was like, how y'all doing? And, and he just walked on. My wife wanted to speak to him, but she was uh, like eight months plus pregnant. And that day, that very day, we were eating pizza <laughs> at Pizza Hut there in Memphis. And she broke, she chipped her front tooth. Oh, so she didn't want to show her? Is that great and or So what? she was pregnant with a, with a with tooth. A front tooth. <laughs> and I always joke about, well, at least you had your shoes on. You know? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you weren't barefoot. Yeah, yeah. You, you portrayed it just a small bit, though. So she did get, I mean, she did get to see him face to face like that. And we, we saw him out side of his house yeah. several times you know yeah. driving up and down the driveway or we would be at the gate yeah at the front and here he would come driving out or on his motorcycle we, yeah we we saw him like that a lot so did he have people that followed him all the time mm-hmm. at that point he was security mm-hmm. guards yep i mean you it, it's amazing and and now you do a show here at badger playhouse mm-hmm. at grand rivers and it's called the kid and the king the kid and the king mm-hmm. and it is the story of you it is and there's tons of Photos and yeah. videos and information oh, man. leading up I've, to I've had that. a lot of people that, that come and they, it's, it, they really do Will like it. Come see it sometime. I'm going to. I know somebody. We might could get you we'll, a ticket. We'll get you some, okay. get you, get you some discounts Maybe, at least. I'd like a little <laughs> table in the front with a couple right. chairs, just a small. We'll put you in the second show. A uh, ticket for a hamburger. Right. There you go. There you go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> well, uh, well. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do this. Yeah. Now, um, and one funny thing, too, the, the whole story that he told about meeting Elvis and being real pushy and stuff like that, we recreated that as like a little mini movie yes. with a kid that portrays him and the whole thing, and it's, it's really cute. So it, there's a – we try to, you know, 
take it to the next level with the stuff. There. He found this guy that was about the age I was when I met Elvis, looked and he like even you. bought the clothes that looked like the clothes I had on. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. And we yeah. recreated the whole thing. The whole thing. thing. And yep. we shot it over at, what's the uh, hotel over there in... Uh, oh, across from the lake. Yeah. Uh, it used to be Ken Bar Inn. Ken, yeah. Ken Bar Inn. Ken Bar? Yeah. We shot it in their kitchen. And it, like we shot the whole movie there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. How long ago was this? Oh, it's been like six years. Ever been seven, of that? Seven. Uh, yeah, something maybe. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So is, do you, are you still singing now? Is this still, I mean, do oh, you? Oh, yeah. I mean, other than here at Badgett, do you go and do? I do. Uh, we do an occasional, not nearly as much as I used to. I used to be on the road all, all the, time. the time. I'd be home two, three months a year. Did you, did you is this your career? This is what you've always is, done? I've never done anything else. Isn't that crazy? Uh, I you mean, made a great living at it. That's what's all I, I've done. I've done okay with it. I mean, I've had bre- good breaks, you know, yeah. here and there. The guy I mentioned a while ago, Jerry Schilling, that worked with Priscilla on this movie, he was responsible for helping me get a job with a, a touring Broadway musical back in the 80s called Elvis and American Musical. I was the musical wow. director, and my wife was a dancer and singer in it. And he, oh, that's... He assisted me. With the, he, he knew the people for me to talk to. Right. Now, and, did you do that here, or did you go up to... And went to New York. New York and, and stayed And for... it, it played places like the Fox Theaters in wow. Atlanta, Detroit, and uh, St. Louis, and it played the Beacon Theater on Broadway on in Broadway, New York. Broadway, yeah. And, and then the same theater where you saw Elvis the first time. It is... went to the same hotel, the same stage where I met him. You see, it's and just crazy how everything keeps comes coming around. back. Coming yeah. back. Coming yeah. back. And yeah. that yeah. stairway that, you walk, that I walked down when I met Elvis... Uh, every night after the show, we would all, the, the entire cast, would go down those same steps to their dressing rooms. Now, my dressing room wasn't the one he had. Yeah. I'll never forget that dressing room. But my, my dressing room was right down the hall from His it. was amazing? Yeah. His was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I bet. His was amazing. His dressing room was amazing, yeah. yeah. But, you know, you're asking about him performing. I mean, just it was just, what, two or three years ago that it was him and the Nashville Symphony and Priscilla Presley. Like, that was the evening. It, you know, it was an oh, evening was, with oh, Terry really? Mike and Priscilla Presley. And she endorses those for us. She, she, wow. she likes what we do, the way we present his music. You know, I don't um, obviously look yeah. like him or dress up like him or whatever. And um, I, I like to tell audiences I can move just like him. <laughs> But but I don't because it hurts. <laughs> you pay for it later on, don't you? Yeah, so I'm what, not getting any younger. So what would you say at what age, would, I mean, as a youth, very young, I mean, was your first Elvis? Three. Wow. Three. Three. Wow. All Shook Up was on my dad's jukebox in his up. restaurant, and I, for some reason, got really attached to that song and started singing it with the jukebox, and people would ask me to sing more they yeah. give me a dime or a nickel and, yeah. you know and, and and i started singing teddy bear after that and then i got a guitar when i was five and wow. started piano when i was about nine so are you can you play all the instruments are you pretty well you can pick something up or are you well no no i can't play a violin or no. an accordion for some reason but uh, <laughs> or a Other trombone <laughs> but i mean i play i played I play drums, but yeah. I never get a chance to. Oh. Uh, but I play I play banjo and guitar and saxophone and and uh, and piano. And now, how did you and Ben? What Ben? Well, I because maybe. normally Ben's in here with me. Oh, Ben's that. usually yes, and Ben's, Ben's doing his other job today. So, Bill, when, how did you meet Bill, and where did this that you guys? Well, uh, Steve Walston. My, my drummer that mm. I told you about a while ago. Just when we were kids, when we were twelve, uh, Steve Walston and I started playing music together. He was a drummer. We went to the same school, and uh, 
then decades later, Steve started working with Bill. As right? our sound man. As your sound man, and, yeah. and I was busy on the road all the time. Steve was with me some, mm-hmm. and I had another drummer that was with me quite a bit at the time. And he kept leaving. To, he's like, i got to go do shows with this Terry Mike Jeffrey. And I'm like, who is this guy, and why does he keep stealing you from us? <laughs> and we were, at that time, doing a lot of symphony shows around the country, Jacksonville, Denver, Detroit, uh, just, just all over the country, and uh, uh, Atlanta, and and. Some I of those, I didn't realize you were on the road that much. Oh gosh, yeah. all Up the time. The I mean, I just thought time. you were at Embers and Downs every time I wanted to go. And Steve, <laughs> kept, Steve kept telling me about this theater, and I thought, well, I'm, I'm so busy with all this other. And yeah. then I don't know. I got to talking to my wife, and I said, maybe I should look into that because it's close to home, yeah. and I'm just really tired of so much travel. Right, mm-hmm. right. And now, did she uh, always go with you? She well, she was in my band. She oh, played keyboards she, she played and sang background. Yeah, she was always she even always with the symphony orchestras. She's she's in those shows. And uh, uh, we just did a, a, a symphony show with the Memphis Symphony this past January. Oh, wow. And um, uh, she, she's always been there. Uh, awesome. But, yeah, Steve kept telling me about the theater and what his job. He was playing drums and running sound. And, and um, so I finally came to the theater and met Bill. Actually, we met before that at uh, a yes. Mexican restaurant. At Southside Mexican. Um, yeah, a, a guy, a buddy of mine, his name was Tom Irwin. He's, he's passed on now, but we were eating there, and we were leaving, and he and Terry knew each other in the parking lot, and they met, and he goes, because do you know who that is? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I just moved here. I don't know anybody. Like, you, you're the only person I know. And he goes, that's Terry Mike Jeffrey, and he is good. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, duly noted. You know, whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. and then, you know, year, like a years later, probably. It, maybe a couple, three, yeah. four years maybe later. Yeah. It came uh, back around. I, yeah. I, came, I came to the theater because Steve encouraged me to. Yeah. And I enjoyed what I saw. And I came back a second time. I don't remember the shows that I saw. And I enjoyed that. And then uh, Steve came to me one day and said, hey, uh, we're having trouble finding a bass player to fill in. <laughs> For, you want to go to work? Uh, yeah, for, exactly. for uh, Smoke on the Mountain. Smoke on the Mountain. Yes. He said, would you be interested in doing it? And I thought, well, this is a way for me to kind of feel it out. See yeah, what's see going it. on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So I wore overalls or whatever it was, and I came up and I played the big upright bass yeah. and, and did three or four of those shows and yeah. then started playing bass in their 60s show. And I liked them and I liked the place yeah. and I liked the whole feeling of it. I think it's I think it's a great place. I, I think it's too. awesome. And most people do. I mean, that's yeah. our first. You know, when they call, we would like a it's dinner like a, and it, show package, which we need to do. Those oh yeah, things. it's like yeah. it's like Branson, Missouri. Oh, level. without all of the exactly without yes yes <laughs> right, yeah. right yes yeah. it's like that level of yeah, uh, entertainment is. and yeah. it's funny and because I remember when we first started with the hotel and we were telling about the show and and I said and it's really it's really good I'm not just saying it but it's because you yeah, know it's, it's know. a little town and they yeah. don't they think you got like little some little props and you're gonna two characters we call that our backwards uh compliment yeah. like wow this is a lot better than i thought it yeah. would be like, thanks yeah. You know? yeah yeah so yeah you have earned that that well, you are you. your prize winning and and <laughs> you have you know it's just been a great thing with your the knowledge you have with elvis and then bringing it to the ter- and this is our demographic mm-hmm. that age yeah. mm-hmm. they love oh, yeah. that you know that whole thing and we just did we're doing theme rooms in our hotel now and we have an elvis oh do you? room with wow. two queen beds and and it's amazing. So, yeah, that one, shout out. So, we may have to put a little awesome. picture of Terry Mike Jeffrey in there, too. There you go, yeah. <laughs> and say, and maybe he'll, uh, you know, knock on your door. No, I'm just kidding. And it's, it's always like, dude, I just, after I said Terry Mike Jeffrey, you're never just Terry, are you? Or, or it's Terry, Terry or Terry Mike. It's it's always, to me, I'm just Terry Mike Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. My, my yeah, parents always call me Terry Mike. My wife calls me Terry. So, you know, 
So it's Terry and then Mike's your middle name, but yeah. they just blended yeah. it together. Yeah, my and mother my from? mother was Mary Lou and she named uh, me Terry Mike Terry and she Mike. always called me Terry Mike. My dad did too. Oh. My brother does too. But are you from the area here? I, I was mean, born and raised in Paducah. In Paducah. Still live there. Still do. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. We're, we're glad that you're stayed with us. Elvis didn't take you off. <laughs> it's pretty cool that that you are. You know, we appreciate. I feel honored having you here. I I'm mean, honored to be here. Well, it's been a great show, and I was wondering if you do one one favor before we leave. Oh, I'll try. Boy. Here we go. Could you sing us out as we close it? Just a little bit of it, Elvis. Well, since my baby left me, I found a new place to dwell. Will it stand at the end of Lonely Street? At Heartbreak Hotel, baby. Yeah. Oh, he could go on and we could too. Well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> and you. we will see you next time at Peddling Pork with the Patties. And we'll have many more. Thanks, y'all, for joining us. Right here in our little town of Grand Rivers, Kentucky, our restaurant has been serving friends and family for over 40 years. And to those, we say thank you for making Patties that special place. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.